Hello, this is Elizabeth Mower, president of BEI. And I'm John Brown, the founder of BEI. Each episode, we take you into the world of exit planning, sharing the stories, struggles, and opportunities of business owners and their advisors. Today, I have a very special guest with us. Erin Duby is a business development specialist on the BEI team, and I've invited him here to talk about what we're seeing with business owners, business advisors, and the conversations that they're having. I think what we can all learn from this is how conversations are starting, what business owners care about, how a good advisor is able to really help a business client, and I want to learn more about that. So thanks for being here today, Aaron. Thank you, Elizabeth. And why don't we just launch into it? Okay, so one of the things that you do as part of your day in, day out activities is you spend quite a lot of time on the phone and in meetings with individual business advisors and also people who are sort of the heads of firms uh, and who are setting the direction for a business advisory kind of a practice. Uh, I have that right, yes? Correct. And, and so you're finding out in the last year, two years, as the world has kind of changed, a lot of things are different and a lot of things are kind of the same. And what I wanted to find out from you today is what is happening with the advisors and the firms that you're talking to and how can people who are listening here use that in, if they're an advisor, use that to sort of build their own awareness of what's happening in the business uh, space and how business owners who might be listening can get a better sense of what to look for, who to talk to, where to get help with whatever their needs are. So let me let me just start in. So what you know what are the areas where you're m- having the most conversations with advisors? Just so we can kind of set the scene and get some context for where you get these observations that I want to learn more about. What are you talking to them about? Why are you even on the phone with them? Yeah, so um, I'm working with advisors, and when we have those conversations, it's about um, ideally trying to help them expand their services and, and do more and different things with and for their business owner clients. And, and your point a little bit ago of many things are different, many things are staying the same. I think one thing that's held true pre-pandemic now, and it probably will be going forward, is that many, maybe even most of the advisors that I talk to, it reports to me that, that business owners don't have a real clear and accurate um, uh, number on, on what their company is worth. And, and That's interesting. Okay, let's say, how do, they, how do they identify that? Because I don't think that business owners are going around knocking <coughs> on doors saying, can you tell me what my business is worth? So there's probably a few things that happen before that, if I'm just guessing. So how do they get to the point where that's even part of the conversation? What happens, what happens to lead up to that? Yeah, so uh, advisors that I'm, that I'm speaking with and I'm working with, um, however a business owner comes through the door, uh, whether she is looking for a new financial plan or maybe an insurance review, maybe they need some estate planning documents, Uh, Could be some some tax issues. Those are the typical advisors that I'm working with and talking to. Um, Whatever they come through the door for, the the advisors that are are making an impact with business owners are are taking a step back and, and saying, we can help you with that. But since you own a business, let's talk about the big picture. How long do you want to be involved? 
and and if you transferred your company today, uh, either to insiders or in a third party sales scenario, is that going to be enough money to to allow you a comfortable retirement? Uh, fund all of your your estate planning and, and even charitable and and generational goals. If we're talking about a lot of money, and and many advisors uh, have come back and said that. They're very, very surprised as they start asking these questions how few business owners really understand what their value is and, and how that's going to impact the rest of their financial life. And so do you see that a good advisor who is really, you know, what I care about are good advisors who are smart, who, who know a lot of things uh, and can be valuable to their clients. It's really important to me and, and to BEI as a company that that advisors that we support do good things and and deliver real value and better outcomes to their clients. That's just really important to us. And so what I'm kind of hearing you say, so you can correct me if I'm wrong, is that is that a valuable advisor needs to be both a specialist to address whatever a business client, a business owning client comes in the door for, and also a generalist with the ability to go up to 50,000 feet and see and get sort of a better picture of the overall landscape. Is that is that the sort of the pattern or the or the combination of skill sets that you're seeing in the most active and, and most and most um, helpful or valuable advisors that you're talking to? Yeah, uh, I think that's a good way to think about it. That Advisors, whether attorney or CPA or financial advisor or insurance advisor, and sometimes they, they wear a couple of those hats, mm-hmm. there are many, many people that do the exact same thing. Uh, it's not hard to find an attorney or a CPA or a financial right. advisor. They're everywhere. They're everywhere. And so, yes, the, uh, to me, the, the obviously they're all specialists. All of them can generate a financial plan if they're FAs. Mm-hmm. Um, anybody can do an insurance review and tell you about the wonderful products that they can sell, Sure, of course. Um, but those that are, are gonna take that step back and talk about the big picture with confidence of asking how long you wanna be involved. And again, as I said earlier, if you transfer it now, is that gonna be enough money to cover all of your financial needs? Mm-hmm. That, when you talk about that, they're all specialists. Those that also wear that generalist hat and want to look at the big picture and really at the outset of even trying to, to secure the engagement over the long term with the business owner, that's a, it's a huge differentiator. Um, as you know, BEI has done a lot of surveys over the last few years mm-hmm. and, and many business owners don't even know who to talk to about business transition. Right. And so it's not necessarily something that they're looking for, but the advisor that is swinging the bat, so to speak, with each business owner client that comes through the door to say, we can help you with whatever you need, but A, let's look at the big picture so I can make sure that you need that, and B, let's expand this conversation and really be strategic over the next three or five or frankly 20 years to make sure that you can get out when you want with the money you need and, and get it to the people you choose. Right, and so and so I think that's a really important lesson for both advisors and for business owners to hear that if you're an advisor, you need to, you know, and I would say 90, used to be 95%, it might be 97% of the BEI advisor community has a professional specialty. So is not just a general planning consultant. Some of them are, but most of them are not. They have a specialty, they have an area of expertise, 
and those are those are tools that they need to keep sharp and use as their as their sort of very precise tools in their toolbox and then and then knowing how to um are to sort of smoothly have a conversation that includes addressing a very specific need or a hot topic for a business client and also the general the general needs and how the the most pressing matter of the day uh, relates to the bigger picture is this is the skill set that the advisor who wants to really grow their practice and be more valuable should have because just doing the thing and following orders and and you know sort of carrying out instructions from a client is just going to get you kind of a lot of repeat basic commoditized service work and and you have this chance to be something more and something better and then flipping it over if the, if you're a business owner you should really i think be be not dissatisfied you should not settle for an advisor who's only a specialist because they're not able to see connections between the thing that you're asking them to do and everything else that's going on with you. It's not your job as a business owner to, to, to see those connections. It's not your responsibility even. You don't. You're not a. You're not a business planning advisor. So if you're a, if you are a business owner, then you should be looking for people who have the deep technical expertise and also know how to connect it to other things that maybe not in their specialty but they know how to see the big picture and i think those are good points and so when i do that let's say i carry it forward somebody comes to me for help with a very specific thing absolutely i can help you with that maybe they've been referred to me maybe i gave a presentation or i wrote an article all good then i'm trying to i'm trying to expand the conversation and just look at how other things are connected what's the most common sort of big picture topic that advisors and business owners are connecting on from the conversations that you've had or where, where advisors are moving the conversation off of the very specific project that we're doing and into you know sort of what's the bridge that gets them into the bigger picture planning what's the or the topic or the issue or the question I think some of the common issues for the business owner, what, whichever advisor they're talking to and, and kind of separating it out of attorneys, uh, CPAs or tax professionals, insurance and uh, financial advisors. Mm-hmm. Um, as they start to get into that conversation, and I think a lot of these doors open when they start to talk about the value of the company, as I mentioned a little bit ago. Huh. And a business owner that doesn't know or thinks that they're worth 10 million, because that sounds like a nice, huge round number or it might be 20 or it might be eight it doesn't really matter (laughs) if they don't know um, that's where the doors open and the advisors then um, I think one thing that's that's neat about the exit planning process and, and advisors that are really focused on the big picture is that it allows them to not have any bias of of their core services or products that they want to push out the door if if a, a financial advisor is working with someone and you know they haven't sorted out their their business value and they haven't done a financial plan with what that anticipated windfall event number looks like, mm-hmm. um, 
you know, this is even something that advisors I work with say that uh, they're, they're winning clients that already have an advisor that does what they do, that never touched on some of this big picture right. stuff. So I think some of the common um, areas, um, again, understanding their business value. Yeah. Um, other, other things that seem to be very common is uh, tax minimization. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of the, the uh, accountants and CPAs that are out there are very focused on year to year as opposed to the big picture. And as you were talking about uh, advisors connecting with, with the other things that are necessary, you know, I think it's interesting that, that we, we see a lot of buy-sell agreements that have been executed that don't have any funding. Mm-hmm. And 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 it, or or a financial plan that doesn't encompass the value of the business, which is maybe eighty or ninety percent of their potential wealth. Yeah, they just plugged in a number based on what the business owner said they were going to sell the company for <laughs> in the year that they said they were going to sell it. I've seen that financial plan many times. Where did this number come from? Oh, uh, the business owner just told me they would sell the business for fourteen million dollars five years from now. Okay, what's that based on? Nothing. Makes, at all. makes for a compelling financial plan, doesn't it? Just really, really built on solid. <laughs> Can't wait foundation. for my fourteen million. And exactly. I think another pitfall there, also with that value, they get a number in their head wherever it came from, and they're always thinking top line. Mm. There's fees, there's taxes. We all know about that, um, but but some of that that connect connecting what should be done by other advisors, those that take the big picture view and then can drive the expertise of others. Mm-hmm. Let's go and talk to your attorney about redoing the buy-sell agreement and, and, and let's sort out funding this time. And you know, let's look at insurance to, to solve that problem. And it might even be that, that they're using um, pre-tax company dollars to fund an insurance policy. Mm-hmm. And as we tie all of these things together, um, they end up you know, saving or, or making a whole lot of money in the end by, by saving taxes or building up their value to a point where they can they can transition the company for the money they need. Right, and so and so those are I think that's really important lesson for both business owners and business advisors to hear is that you know looking at these bigger picture issues is going to help you make better decisions on that small scope, narrow scope, not small, narrow scope or very specific sort of pain point that you have today because maybe I could solve your pain point today with you know a product or a service or a technical solution that I have to offer as an advisor but my advice could change if I were able to see things more clearly and in context and as a business owner you know I think I think that there is some awareness and it's building at least based on our surveys among the closely held business community that figuring out the future of your business and what you want it to look like and what you want your relationship to the company to be is really going to be a team sport. And so as you're saying, you know, advisors need to be able to, uh, to confidently and, and um, efficiently leverage the expertise of other advisors. I think it's good for business owners to know and to expect that that's likely to happen. It's it's really, I have not, I don't think I've seen a planning scenario in the last few years that didn't involve more than one advisor expertise. And so are the firms that you're talking to, they have pretty, do they have, uh, are they doing more of the sort of 
we have resources that we go to because we know that they're good and we like them? Or are you seeing more advisors saying, I'll work with whatever other team members are on the field and I will make it work? Which is more common for that you're seeing these days? I would say there, it's, it's a bit of a mix. Um, every business owner, I won't say everyone, many, many business owners have an attorney and a CPA mm-hmm. and a financial and an insurance advisor of some sort. The I guess we, maybe we call him the quarterback, the person that's going to take this 20,000-foot view. <clears throat> I think part of the role is to understand what, who is on the team. Are they qualified? Okay. And if they are, great. <clears throat> Let's figure out a way that we can work together. Mm-hmm. Um, if they're, And maybe qualified isn't the right word. If they're a really good estate planner that works with business owners, for instance, great, we can work together. Mm-hmm. Um, if they have an attorney that... Um, you know, maybe it's more, maybe it's a family member and they're a divorce attorney, but they wrote their will and they wrote their estate plan. Sure. Maybe we then suggest that, that we reshape the team and, and, and bring somebody else that's really going to make an impact on the business planning. Okay. So a little bit of a mix there. And um, I, the, the one thing that has also rung true, as I've talked to many, many advisors, those that are interested in collaboration tend to be the better advisor. Those that are worried about someone else looking at the work they've done in the past for a business owner and somebody else's eyes scrutinizing, whatever that looks like, it, it can be very, very uncomfortable. And so it's, uh, I, I think that the big idea here in, in looking at the big picture is making sure, and you can, I think you touched on it a little bit ago, Mrs. Business Owner, if we can talk about where you are and where you're going and what your financials look like, I can make better long-term recommendations and we're not going to recreate something that we do now and have to redo it in, in a few months. And so once the, once the team is all thinking of the big picture of getting to that transition event, that's when the most impact happens for the business owner. Now we're on a path to making a positive transaction or a positive transition, whether it's inside transfer right. or third-party sale. Right. And or just a positive future, whatever they want it to look like. Yeah, and and get the get to the emotional place where they're ready to leave the business and move into the next side. And and I think that last bit, it's very emotional to leave a business. Hopefully there's enough money to make it comfortable, but if we can match those two things. If advisors can help business owners do that, and if those business owners out there can match those two things, that's why we plan. I hear you. Yeah, these big picture issues are the reason why we plan, and they're the way that our planning creates better outcomes. And uh, so this is very informative, Aaron. Thank you. And, And I think we'll, in future, let's come back together and talk more about some of these, you know, how do we get through a business valuation process in a way that's more helpful? How do we get through a, what does the future look like kind of a conversation? Because owners who are listening can be thinking about those things and kind of ask, you know, raising their own questions and answering a few of them and setting a few to the side. And advisors can use those to move conversations forward. So I'd like to maybe get you to come back in in the future and maybe we do this again and we'll kind of and we'll kind of go a little deeper on some of these issues that we talked about because I do think they're important. So for today, thanks for stopping by. Yeah, and I appreciate coming back and thank you very much. Okay, we'll see you soon. Thanks everybody for listening. We'll see you next time.
content like this, please visit exitplanning.com.